Thanks for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. I'm Michael Anderson, and today we have Goodwill Industries, two people in studio from their office. We're going to be talking about workforce development and much more. We've got a great show for you today. As always, we hope to make the next 30 minutes a very good investment of your time. Today's show is brought to you by GEICO Local Office, car and homeowner's insurance for the 805. You could save up to 15%. Call Greg Mock of GEICO Local Office, 805 487 7847. It's time for Big Money in the 805 with your host, Michael Anderson, bringing you a feature interview, a local nonprofit spotlight, and some financial wisdom. Get local and relevant information for the 805. For show notes and more information, go to maranatha.com. And now, here's your host, Michael Anderson. And for today's feature interview, we have Goodwill Industries of Ventura and Santa Barbara counties. We have Peter Marcus and Laura Kistner in the studio with us today. Peter, it's great to have you here. I know you're raised, born and raised here in Ventura County. You got your bachelor's degree from CSU Northridge and also a master's degree from Channel Islands. So it's very nice to have you here on studio to talk about Goodwill Industries. And Laura Kistner, thank you for being here as well. I look forward to this interview. We're going to start with Goodwill. And what is Goodwill? What do you guys do? How would you define what Goodwill is? Well, first off, thanks for having us here, Mike. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we can kind of jump on air and, and let your listeners know a little bit about, you know, all of what Goodwill is. And, and most people, when I ask, you know, what do they know about Goodwill? And they raise their hands when I mention our thrift stores. Um, and we've got 22 thrift stores in, in the Ventura and Santa Barbara County area. But most people don't know about all of our workforce services programs and how much we we do in the community to to help people. And so really our mission is about changing lives through the power of work. And and the way we do that is, you know, we work with a lot of people with a lot of different barriers to employment. And so when they come in, our focus is how can we remove those barriers and, and get them job ready. Well, that's good. I know with 22 establishments, I mean, that's a lot in our scope here. And so it's a number of people that you employ. How many employees do you guys currently have among those 22 stores? So for our organization, we've got about 500 employees. That's a a good amount of workforce, no doubt. And how long has the Goodwill been around? Tell us about this, the organization itself. Well, we've been in the area. um, We've had a a major presence since 1997. Um, we opened, had a few stores in 97, and since then, uh, we've been really trying to get, get out into every city, every major city in our county, and we've tried to do that over the last 20 years, and so we've grown from four stores in 1997 to tw- the 22 we have now. Um, and again, in addition to the stores, you know, we've got our workforce offices, so we have a workforce office in Oxnard, Santa Barbara, Santa Maria, and Lompoc. And so that's where, in addition to our, our 500 internal employees, we also place uh, people into other businesses as well. And let's talk about that. We have Laura Kistner, the Senior Director for Workforce Services. And that is something I'm not familiar with that the Goodwill does, helping people find jobs and, and get new jobs. Tell us about workforce services from the Goodwill. Our mission is to help individuals with employment. And a lot of times people think that means our employees so they right. you know when they come to our stores and they see the signs that say um, your donations help employ individuals 
that is true, but the money that we make from the uh, management of our business goes into workforce services for the community. It's not for our employees. It's for um, everybody out there. And we, we um, do quite a few programs, but there are a, two that where um, people can just come to us and, and just self-refer, and one of them is veterans. So a lot of people don't know that we are only one of 10 Goodwills in the entire United States that was awarded a grant to help veterans um, with employment services and employment uh, preparation. So we invite veterans to come in, and it, this also includes their family members, their mom, their dad, their brother, their sister. If these are folks that live within that veteran's household, they're eligible for no-cost services at Goodwill. And those services include everything from helping them come up with a career plan. What do you want to do? You know, a lot of folks get out of the military. They've been in for 20 years, and they think it's going to be real easy to just get into a civilian occupation and they come to you and they say well I did this and this and this and we don't know what that means so we need to help them translate their skills to uh, what the layman would understand we prepare them we help them interview we do their resume we even have a school we can provide vocational training for these individuals so we have a, a school at our goodwill we're licensed we're um, able to provide anything from guard card training to customer service to accounting, QuickBooks, all computer programs. And then we go out and talk to employers and place veterans into a job. And we monitor them while they're working. We help them. We mentor them. We provide them with clothes, equipment, tools. We just recently partnered with a couple of um, labor unions to put our veterans into uh, apprenticeship programs. And we provide the tools for the veterans and the labor union provides the training. And then these people are gonna have a, a good paying job after they're done with their apprenticeship. So a lot of people don't know that we do that. And that's, you know, that's a service we provide. We also provide services for individuals who had been um, incarcerated. It's called our second chance. So if you are an individual who has a criminal background and having a hard time finding employment, you can come to us. We can uh, do the same thing in that we will prepare you, we'll train you. We even do a paid work experience at our Goodwill. So we'll pay the individual to work for a couple months, thereby giving them work experience to put on their resume. And what happens is we also um, believe in second chances. So if the individuals are interested in working with us and are a good match, we hire them. We have so many employees who um, were not able to find employment elsewhere. So this, this is another you know, reason the donations work. We're helping people in the community who have barriers to employment. So that's just two examples. We also work with youth. Um, that are at risk of maybe getting into gangs or not graduating from high school. And we do the same thing. We mentor them. We prepare them. We do work experience. Uh, we work with individuals who have disabilities and need accommodations, and we find employers to help them. Let me ask you a little bit about sure. some of those. So you covered a lot there. We're talking with uh, Goodwill Industries. We have Pete Marcus, President and CEO in studio with Laura Kistner, the Senior Director for Workforce Services. And I did not know about the Workforce Services Program. I think a lot of people probably didn't know, but it sounds like you cover help with getting employment for veterans, getting employment for people that were 
were incarcerated, yes. also people with disabilities, also youth, and I'm guessing also anyone else that just wants a job. Can well, anyone come in there, or do you have to be one of these categories? Yes, at, at this time, um, we, we do help a lot of people, but a lot of our, we also have contracts with, with the county, with the federal government, because you know we are a business and we need to be able to make some money so that we can help as many people as possible. So we do uh, some work with the county where individuals who are on cash aid, which is what we call welfare to work, they can come to us and we can prepare them for work, but they have to be referred. There's integrated services. Yes. So, so we have, yeah, we do, we have this a lot. Is, this, is, this is a theme that I think we hear talked about a lot mm-hmm. and with homelessness in Ventura mm-hmm. County, it's come to a fever pitch and a lot of people are asking a lot of questions and they're not easy answers. No. But a lot of it directs back to, is there gainful employment? Is there a possibility for some form of work? Mm-hmm. In our society, it's a big deal to have a job of some sort, a purpose of some sort. Absolutely. People tie that together. So it's good work that you're doing in helping people with that and integrating people into these programs. I do know just personally firsthand, I have a family member that was incarcerated. And to see him come out and then wanting to work and struggle to find work and then finding work. And he's done a phenomenal job working and it's been a very good thing. It's changed his life. Work is so important. I really believe that. So tell us about how many people you placed last year and some of the demographics of of these folks that you've worked with. Well, uh, like Pete was saying, we have uh, offices in two counties. We're Ventura and Santa Barbara, so we're limited to work in that area. We placed uh, 776 clients into employment last year, and this year so far we're at 647 as of the end of last month. So I'm projecting about 1,000 people. So we're talking about 1,000 people who didn't have a job are going to have a job because of what we are doing um, at Goodwill. That's a big impact. I mean, that's a lot of folks that you're seeing there. Now, are you seeing, is it primarily within that number? Can you give me a little bit of a breakdown of how many of those are veterans or incarcerated or youth? Uh, with the youth program, um, we probably have about 100 of them are, are um, in employment. But with our youth program, not all of them are going to go to school. Some, what we, I mean, not all of them are going to go to work. Some, The goal is... Once this youth is done with us, they either need to go to work or go to or go to school. So going to college counts as a, a, a placement for them. So if we take that into consideration, it's about a couple hundred that were youth. So we had a lot of youth. And this was in Santa Maria. What happened is that there's such a high crime rate in Santa Maria that we were awarded a grant because of the high crime rate. And there were only 10 cities in the United States, and we were one of them. Uh, and so uh, we were asked by the workforce board there to um, be the primary provider. And we've seen over 400 kids, and we've given 200 of them a work experience that was a paid work experience. And now we're putting them into jobs and into schools. So we're not done with that program. With our veteran program, we have placed about 160 this year so far. And so um, this is a, a three-year contract. We're still, you know, we're working on um, placing more individuals within that program. And our second chance program was recently reinstated. We, we just started that one, so we really don't have a lot of placements. We have a lot of folks coming through, but um, they're still going through the process. And, well, it and, sounds like you guys are yeah. doing good work with that. And, and again, I think it's such an important thing to see. Growing up, we didn't have much, I guess, money growing up. And my dad had some issues with not working, and there were problems 
problems, but uh, it was fascinating just to think about how getting that job, like having someone there to say, hey, you can do this. And I, for me, it was coaches. It was, yes. it was some coaches and some teachers and things like that. They helped me, but a lot of the other kids that lived on the street I grew up on mm-hmm. didn't quite have that direction, or maybe it was there, but they didn't take it. There's just more challenges for them. So having a second chance, having somewhere where someone could go and say, hey, here's what you need to do. Let me hold your hand if you want me to and help you kind of get there, get you to the door and through the door to get that job. And once you have the job, you just keep it and then you work your way up. I mean, and and I think people, a lot of people need that. I needed that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's good to know that, that Goodwill is helping with that. And and just to kind of add a little bit to that, you know, once we place somebody on a job, be it a youth or uh, an adult who's going through second chance, we don't, we don't stop. We stay with them for at least a year. And if that person needs a bus pass to get to work, we'll pay for it. If that person needs clothes, will pay for that. If that person needs guidance, mentoring, a motivational speech, um, help on, you know, how do you get to work on time when you have kids at home and you're 22 years old, we help them with that. So we don't just um, place them and say, we're done with you. We stay with them because a lot of people do need that mentoring and do need that coaching and don't have anywhere else to get it. So we have folks in place who do this. Talking with Goodwill Industries, we have Pete Marcus in the studio, President and CEO for Goodwill Industries in Ventura and Santa Barbara County. Tell me about some of the success stories you've seen within this program with your operation, because it's more than just a thrift store. As people know, Goodwill, uh, this workforce is a big deal. What can you share with me about the success stories? Well, you know, it's pretty amazing to, to see when someone comes in and, you know, they're borderline homeless or they or they are or you know they're they're really in need of some help um and and we brought some people in and just to see the change and impact that they've had you know they a couple of them that i can think of you know because their their housing was was in in limbo their job they didn't have a job and and they have kids you know and and now being able to keep those kids is 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 a struggle and so to to see you know when you go when when we work with them and we get them placed and they're able to to secure all of that they really are able to enjoy their family and keep their family together and i think to me that's that's the most impactful thing to be able to save something like that because it it, you know to me family is is a big deal and to be able to save someone's family from being on a break well you see it and that's and that's what it really boils down to i mean the bottom line is if you don't have a job if you didn't have money coming in, like you're not going to be able to pay rent to put your family up or to buy, you know, food. And so it's just not it really a job is crucial. And at some points for folks that are on that lower echelon of like not having the job, you know, if you don't have it, it's going to be very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. This is a very vulnerable time, I think, mm-hmm. if for many folks. So providing these services is key. I like to say, you know, it's a lot of... Uh, a lot of removing the barriers is is really all it's needed. You know, if if they if someone goes out to an employer and, and sends in their resume, they could get turned down just because their resume might have a couple typos. Okay, right. we look at it, we fix those. That's that we remove that barrier. You know, if the, if they can't get to their their interview on time and we're able to help them with that with you know a bus pass or whatever it might be, that's another barrier we we removed. One barrier I've noticed a lot is. And the veterans program is some of these veterans, like Laura mentioned, 
are you know serving 15 20 years and they come back and there wasn't an an iphone back then there wasn't linkedin you know as a as a, a financial guy yourself you, you know people are like let me see your linkedin profile and see what you're all about they have no idea what a linkedin profile is and so we actually have a, a station in our veteran center in oxnard that has computers dedicated to when the veterans come in, we sit down with them and we build their LinkedIn profile. And we set them up with a, with a premium account and they can start doing trainings and all sorts of great stuff right on the spot. That's great. Where can people go to, if they wanna help, if they wanna participate in what you guys are doing, to, maybe they need these services, or the other side is maybe some people listening today to say, hey, this really touches me, I wanna help people that need this help. How can people provide support to the, what you guys are doing? So what are some ways that they might be able to be involved in that capacity? So our website is a, is a great place to start. Our website's www.goodwillvsb.org. That's the VSB stands for Ventura Santa Barbara. Um, and that usually can direct you, you know, what our corporate line is to call in. And if you have any questions, you know, when you, when you get there, they can direct you. It also lists all of our different services and who to contact. And then it also has a donation um, page to where different, if you want to donate financially or at, at clothing at one of our stores or various ways to donate as well. That's great. Any final thoughts before we close the interview? Well, I, I did want to say just real quick, we also have um, a subsidized employment program. So we don't just help employees, we help employers. We have a program where an, an employer can call and say, I, I need an employee, but I don't have a, a ton of money. We give them six months of subsidized employment and it helps them build their business and hire one of our clients. A big thank you today to Pete Marcus, President and CEO of Goodwill Industries and Laura Kistner, Senior Director of Workforce Services. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. Now it's time for the Nonprofit Spotlight with your host, Michael Anderson, on Big Money in the 805. Nonprofit Spotlight. Each week we highlight a local nonprofit doing good work in our community. Today's Nonprofit Spotlight is brought to you by Era Energy, powered by safety, innovation, and community. We help keep California moving forward. And today we're talking about water. We have the president of Clean International, based here in Ventura, Heather Baker, in the studio. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Well, Clean International spoke at our Rotary Club, and I was fascinated by all of the different uh, things that you're doing and uh, how you're helping people learn about water here locally with projects and things that you're doing, but also internationally. Let's start with just the background of what Clean International is. Share with our listeners more of your story. Sure. So Clean International was started in 2016 here in Ventura. We're a new organization and we're committed to eradicating waterborne illness and ending the walk for water worldwide. And so what that looks like on the ground is that we're in different villages around the world, schools, health centers. We're working with families that need clean water. And so a great statistic just to always know is that about 2,000 people die every day from unclean water which is completely solvable. And so as an organization, we're always working to raise education and awareness around clean water and sanitation and the need for it, and then giving people a meaningful way to make a difference. We're so fortunate here when we think about how we get our water. We just turn the faucet on, it comes out. We you know, trust that it's drinkable and, and clean, and uh, it's not like that everywhere around the world. Uh, tell us some of the projects that you're doing to kind of highlight that and also to help uh, different places with their water. 
Yes, that, that's great um, reminder too. The World Health just put out a statistic, the World Health Organization, that if everyone had clean water, half of the hospital beds around the world would be emptied immediately. Wow. So that's just a great visual of the impact of that. And you know, as we work around the world, we often look for ways for people to really get involved in their own communities and raising awareness. And we do have a big event coming up. It's called the Worldwide Walk for Water. It's a virtual event. It is global. So we're in about 23 countries. And um, in the United States, we have about 23 different states that are participating. Now that's businesses, schools, clubs, families that are all going out the last week of September to count their own miles in their own neighborhood to raise awareness, get some education, learn different fast facts about water, share that with their family, share that with their club, share that with their business. And then together, they're walking at least a mile for clean water that week. So you can walk any day that week. You can count your steps, count your miles all week if you want to. And so we have some great local businesses and schools that are doing a lot that week. Um, we have Sierra Linda and Oxnard that's walking, Ventura Missionary and Ventura, Citrus Glen Elementary, Teams Eight Ghosts, which is with um, Power One Realty. They are doing a walk down by the pier and they're opening that up to the public. So if anybody wants to come to Ventura that Thursday, it's the um, 27th of September, they're walking. You guys can um, come into cleanernational.org and contact us for more information to join that walk. But um, we're really excited to really bring this walk worldwide. That's really cool because, uh, you know, you talk about other places in the world and how it's every day they walk for their water and it's not just a mile, often much longer, and they're carrying the water back. It's fascinating to think of changing the paradigm on how we live and saying, you know, could you imagine? Could you imagine if this was what you had to do every day. And sometimes I think we take that for granted here, but it's not too late to get involved. So worldwidewalkforwater.com yes. is where people can get more information. Tell us a little bit about some other places in the world that deal with this on a daily basis. What's it like for them? Can you describe that a little bit? Sure. Like you mentioned, for a lot of communities around the world, they're walking for their water. And so that might mean, on average, it means about a four-mile walk. That could take about six hours just because you often have to wait in line when you get there. And so the ripple effect of that is that people cannot go to school, cannot go to work, and that might be seasonal or it could be all year depending on the community. And so what I love about water and sanitation is that it's a very tangible way that all of us can make a difference in people's life, not only health-wise, bringing clean water, but also freeing people up from their day for their day so that they can follow their own dreams that they don't need to spend their entire day walking for water. And so we really just love the impact of that and everybody can make a big difference. You can go on on our website, cleanernational.org, um, join the worldwidewalkforwater.com and you can just find a way to volunteer with us, to go to those places, um, visit classrooms that we work with in Uganda right now. We're starting different projects with Classrooms for Africa. And that means that we're providing clean water and sanitation at schools. And there you go, uh, Heather Baker from Clean International doing a lot of great work. They're based right here in Ventura, in Ventura County, doing great work around the globe and also here locally helping with clean water. You can get more information. Go to cleaninternational.org or go to worldwidewalkforwater.com. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for having me. Well, that does it for our show today. Thanks for tuning in to Big Money in the 805. Special thanks to the team at Boyd & Associates, 
providing home security to Southern California, and also to Greg Mock of GEICO Local Office. If you have questions about the show or questions about your financial matters, you can contact Marinantha.com, and that's where I'm at, Marinantha.com, M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com, or give me a call at 805-665-3767. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Join us again next time. Hi, this is Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. I've dedicated the past 12 years to researching different investment ideas. There are no guarantees when investing, but with a little help, you can find the right approach. I have built AllocationLink.com specifically for you. AllocationLink.com is investment management made simple, smart, and low cost. AllocationLink.com can have your account set up in less than 10 minutes. Please visit AllocationLink.com to learn more. Or you can leave me a message at 805-665-3767. Do you ever question if your investments are right for you? Do you own any annuities, retirement accounts, or have other money you want help with? Have you ever wondered what your advisor is making or how they get paid? Get a free second opinion. Talk with Michael Anderson, Certified Financial Planner. Call his answering service today, 805-665-3767. Leave a message and get a call back immediately, 805-665-3767.